Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast. We're gonna talk about why diets fail 95% of the time to keep the weight off permanently, right? You know it, you look around, you see it all the time, and yet the only thing you try to do to lose weight is to diet. Um, so why don't they work? I think it's pretty obvious when you take a step back and really think about it. The first step is that it's primarily a mindset issue. You have been infected by the diet industry to think about weight loss as a dieter. Um, that is just the primary way you think about it. And this is a big problem because when you think about a diet, the that mindset, the outer frame is that you're primarily thinking about dieting as a temporary thing you're going to do until you lose the weight. You're gonna diet till you get to your goal weight. That's how you think about it. So it's really all about weight loss. But the reality is that you don't really wanna lose weight. That's not your main goal. Your main goal is to lose weight to get back to your goal weight and then, here's the big goal, to live the rest of your life at your goal weight on near autopilot, okay? But all you ever focus on is losing weight. And because you think of it as a temporary thing, the next thought that's natural to think about is, how can I get this done as fast as possible? I don't care what I gotta do, I just wanna lose the weight. I want this weight off of me, I don't care what I have to do. Water fast, stop eating sugar, stop eating carbs, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. No, you won't, not long term. No, you won't. And so it's not a big mystery why diets don't work. Um, the best results you've gotten on diets is probably when you have some big event coming up or you're really upset and scared you know, about something that's happened in the past and you say, that's, I'm gonna do it. You force yourself to follow it for a while, you get some results and eventually you put all the weight back on because you never really set yourself up for long-term success. You never had the focus being, I wanna live at my goal weight, how can I do that? And so your entire weight loss history has probably been uh, influenced by diets and you have probably followed diets off and on the same ones, different ones over and over for years. Now, what is the big problem with diets specifically that you're not getting the results you want long-term? I think it's the big part is this, that they are always telling you what to do, right? Every single diet, regardless if it's vegetarian, carnivore, vegan, uh, you know, Weight Watchers, it literally doesn't matter which diet it is which workout plan it is, I can almost guarantee you that it is them, you know, the diet, telling you what to do, right? Here's the meal plan, here's the philosophy, eat this way. And now you're left to force yourself to follow that. And this is the core reason why you're never gonna lose weight on a diet, because you never learn how to influence yourself. You never learn how to think differently, how to live differently, how to eat differently. Yes, you have some vague idea of what you should do, but if you're really honest with yourself, the real problem is you can't get yourself to do it consistently. And no diet ever shows you how to do this. And so you keep just cycling through the same diet, different diets, it doesn't matter, because that core issue remains that you never learn how to influence yourself. You need to stop focusing on information from diets and start focusing on transformation. How are you going to be the same person who struggled with weight for 30 years that magically one day on a Monday, you just decide you're gonna follow this plan perfectly forever. It makes no logical sense. However, if you make a decision one day that I'm going to walk the path of mastery, I'm going to systematically and strategically figure out how to master my weight once and for all. You don't approach it that way. I just wanna lose the weight, I just wanna lose the weight, I don't care what I gotta do, just tell me what I can do, I lose the weight. You know, you've gotta get out of this mindset. And so the first way to do that is to stop thinking short term. You know, the diets have you thinking about weight loss like it's a sprint. And if you think about a sprint, if you trip in a sprint, you're gonna lose the race, right? The only thing that wins a sprint is perfection. 
And you're thinking about your weight loss like it's a sprint. And so every little mistake you make feels catastrophic. And then you never get the opportunity to learn, to grow, to evolve, to practice becoming the person you want to be. It's all or nothing. You know, so you've got to change this. And the first thing you do is you have to start thinking about this longer term. How long do you want to keep the weight off for? Forever. Yeah, I get that. But you're going to rush to get it all off with some unsustainable plan. And then what? Then you're going to magically come up with some plan to maintain it that fits you and that you can live with forever. It doesn't make any sense. So why not start day one with the intention that I'm going to create a way of thinking, a way of living, a way of eating that fits me like a glove that allows me to live at my goal weight for the rest of my life on near autopilot. What a different mindset, huh? And that may be a mindset that gives you much better and different results than you've gotten on the diets. It's as plain as day when you take a step back and look at it. It's not a mystery. It's not because you don't have willpower. It's not because you're addicted to food. It's because you have zero strategy for how to influence your behaviors. All you got is willpower and it's not enough. Okay, so I say this to you so that you realize, let yourself off the hook, right? You haven't tried every diet, nothing works, nothing's gonna work. You need a mindset-based approach. You need to transform yourself from the inside out into the person that you want to be. And it's a process. And the more strategic and systematic you are to make this happen, the more amazing the results you can get are. And I'm gonna leave you with a quote that I love so much, that people overestimate how much weight they can lose in a month and underestimate how much weight they can lose in a year. The moment you shift your focus from losing weight as fast as possible to losing weight for as long as possible, everything changes. And again, the first step you can take to make that happen is to go to Program Yourself Thing, go to my bio, get the hypnosis session I give you. I give you a training, three steps to master your weight, not just lose weight, master it once and for all. It's all free. So I hope you go there and start your journey on the weight mastery path because not only are you going to get way better results, but it feels a lot better, okay? So I hope this all helps you out. Um, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. I will do my best to answer them. You know, I can promise you I'll give you a different point of view. <laughs> That's one thing I can promise you. Hello, Marcy. Yay. Hi, Jim. Yeah, it's nice to hear that stuff, isn't it? Right? It's nice to hear a different, different point of view. Vicky's here. All right. Karen's here. Nice. Okay, yeah, Marcy and uh, Marcy and Karen are friends, right? I think I remember that. Lydia says, amazing. You're welcome. I'm glad you enjoyed that. Yeah, you know, so much is just a different take on it. You know, that's why I get on here every day. I, get, I do this stuff for free with the, the podcast, the videos. Um, because again, for me, this is a mission, you know, like it's so much more than just weight, looking good in a bathing suit. You know, it's really, it's your life, you know? Um, I always say, you know me, you know what I'm about to say. You take your weight loss, you wrap it in personal development. I think the best results you're going to get are when you... When you stop focusing on the weight loss primarily, I know this sounds weird because I know you want to lose weight. I know that. But you're going to get better results when you make this not only about the weight loss, but you make it about becoming the best version of you possible. That's a way more motivating thing to you, I promise. Now, one aspect of that is weighing what you want too. So I know you want that and I want to help you get that, but you need a different approach. You need a different mindset, mentality. And I think one of the easiest ways to kind of really understand that is to turn this more into a personal development process. You know, than it is, I'm just going to lose weight. I'm the same person, but I'm going to weigh less. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. I wish it wasn't like that. Morgan said, I just got in. What's the recap? Where should I start? Um, yeah, Morgan, you just missed this. This is stuff I always talk about. I, I'll put this stuff up too. You know, by the way, like like these podcasts are available on all the podcast platforms. It's Program Yourself Then. Um, I usually take like the, when I do lives, like the first five minutes or so, I'll do like a lesson and then I'll take that lesson and put it up on TikTok tomorrow. So you'll see the beginning of that. But the basic idea is this, that, that diets have a 95% failure rate. It's not a mystery. 
you know, um, and you're stuck in that dieting mindset. It, it's not your fault, folks. Don't blame yourself for this. The diet industry has inundated us, conditioned us, programmed us to think about weight loss as a dieter. And there's so many wrong ways of thinking about weight loss that has been put there directly by the diets. And so, so there is no diet out there. I think that's going to give you the results you're looking for. I think the process needs to be one, not of a new plan. You're just going to force yourself to follow, but a, a more holistic inside out approach to becoming the person you want to be, you know, really understanding that, that aspect, you know, like, like no one thinks about weight loss. Like it's weird. I mean, you kind of do, but not really. You're not looking at weight loss as, as a behavioral change. You're looking at it. Like you're just going to make a decision one day. And, and it's the weirdest thing on the planet. I don't think you would have thought this way if it wasn't for all the diet marketing. And when I say diet marketing, I'm talking like millions of ads in your life. Every every ad, the before and after picture, how long it took, every single ad. And, um, you know, it, it's just, it's, it's, not, it's not the way, right? I mean, it doesn't work for you. It doesn't work for anyone you know. What works? You know, it's when people start to change the way they think about things, themselves, food, their health, their lifestyle. That's how you get the results you're looking for. You can't just be the same person. The, the idea, because <laughs> again, I'm, I'm going to let's just take a step back. We need to, we need to get perspective, right? We get locked into our perspectives in life. We don't realize things are right in front of us. So here's your opportunity to, to step back a little bit and look at yourself from a distance and to, you answer me this question. I'm going to, I'm going to get to the, <laughs> I'm going to get to the questions in a second, but I'd love for you to answer this. You tell me in a logical sense, what do you really honestly expect is going to be different for you that one Monday you're going to wake up and magically that Monday is going to come and you are going to be able to follow your plan perfectly until you get to your goal weight, whatever that plan may be. You're never going to go over your points. You're never going to eat a carb again. You're never going to eat in that 16 hour window, right? What do you think? What, how do you explain it to me? And please, please, if you have an answer for this or just tell me what you think, because I know in somewhere in the back of your mind, you're like, I know what I got to do. I just need to get myself to do it. I'm going to get myself to do it some magical Monday. Well, here we are. We're out on Monday. <laughs> have you gotten yourself to do it? Right. But no, not this Monday. Maybe next Monday. Oh, no. Maybe I'll wait till after, you know, the, the long weekend. Uh, maybe. Right. But is that what you're thinking? That some magical Monday is going to show up and then from that point, you're going to follow it perfectly? It is that way of thinking that, that is keeping you stuck in the, the current weight and health than anything else, you know? So there is no magical plan out there because you're the same person, you know? The diets change, but you remain the same. And until you change, I just don't see how you're going to get any different results. It's not the plan's fault. Like, all the plans work. They've tested the plans out. Now, there's plans that resonate better with you than others for certain reasons, but... Um, ultimately you need to change if you want your weight to change. Let me put it a different way. I'm just kind of sound like I'm in the matrix. God damn it, Vicky. <laughs> I know you still haven't watched that Vicky. Um, I already know it, but anyways, your weight is a physical projection of your mental self, right? You think of yourself as an overweight person. You identify as an overweight person. You have the thoughts of an overweight person. Now you also have the mindset of dieter, right? You've got two mindsets in you, the overweight mindset, the diet mindset. I should flip those around because this, this is the all or nothing thinking. Do you, do you not find yourself trapped in the all or nothing thinking when it comes to weight loss? Right? Your nothing thinking is your overweight mindset. Right? When you're not really thinking about stuff, you're just living life, living at your overweight weight. Right? And then you get really upset sometimes, you go into diet mode. Right? And it's your diet mode you go into. And you basically flip-flop between them. But never in this situation do you ever create a thin and healthy mindset. You know? And that's the key thing.
you know, is that you never, ever, never, in all your years of trying to lose weight, you're probably 20, 30, 40 years into it, never have you once focused on creating a thin and healthy mindset. So how are you going to have it? It's not going to magically show up. Because he says, hey, Jim, the new voice in my head, which stands up to my critical voice. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> and that's the point, you know. Like, again, that internal dialogue you have where you're thinking all the time, that is... Again, in hypnosis, why we say you're always your own best or worst hypnotist because that voice is in your head talking 24 hours a day has such an impact on you in so many ways. And you probably don't even, you probably barely have any awareness of that voice and you probably have zero awareness of how to influence it um, so that we get it to get you the resu results you want, you know? But it's in there whispering to you all day long. And it's not, from if you've been struggling with your way for a long time, well, listen, if you're even watching me now, I already know you're an overthinker. And you're an overthinker who's probably somewhat of a perfectionist. And that internal voice is a perfectionist voice that makes you feel like shit. And it's not supporting you. It's not encouraging you. It's not helping you get to where you want to go at all. It's keeping you stuck. And you have no probably awareness of it. If you do have awareness of it, you have no ability to change it. And to me, that, that that's... That's the, the core of changing your mindset is understanding how to change this thought. Listen, I sit in front of you as an overthinker who uh, 30 years ago was 50 pounds heavier. And so here I sit in front of you at, at the same weight for 30 years. I won blip 12 years ago, the same weight. No exercising, no dieting. I'm not proud of the no exercising. I just, I don't like to exercise, you know? And so I've maintained my weight, no dieting, no exercising. Why? Because I've mastered what's going on in here. I've mastered my eating too, my lifestyle too, but it, none of that would have happened without mastering my mindset. And so this is the part, I know you haven't, I know you haven't. So never say again, please do me a favor for yourself too, but never say, oh, I've tried everything and nothing works. Have you tried a mindset approach? Oh yeah, what, what was it? What was your mindset approach? You know, if you did, let me know, because I'm always looking for mindset approaches. Um, but I know the truth is you have not, you know? So you can't just, you can't just take that out of the equation. It's the most important piece, you know? Because here you sit, you think about losing weight 24 hours a day and you're not doing any of it. You're not making it happen at all. You're spinning your wheels. You know, how's this possible? You're a smart, intelligent, action-oriented person. I know this, but you're not taking any action. You're not getting the results you want. How can this be? And I know you think about that all day long. I know you're obsessed with the question, what the fuck is wrong with me? I don't get it. I don't understand. I'm a smart person. I'm a succeed over here. I'm a great mom, great worker, got business. I can't get my weight under control. I don't know what the, what? Then you're, you're, you're thinking about that question 24 hours a day. Why do I keep fucking up? Why do I keep eating the wrong food? Why can't I lose weight? What, what's wrong with me? Am I ever going to do this? You know? Well, first of all, just a little tip for you. That's all problem-oriented thinking. I know you're trying to figure out an answer. I know you think it's like magically 30 years in, you got this magical cognitive breakthrough just answers everything and everything changes. You know? Unfortunately, that's not how it's going to work. Because what's happening is, get ready, Vicky. Um, what happened is your subconscious mind doesn't understand negatives, you know? So it's like you're thinking about, why did I overeat that ice cream last night, you know? So you think you're coming up with an answer. You think it's all good, but, you know, your subconscious mind doesn't understand negatives. I tell you not to think about a banana. Don't think about a banana. What are you thinking about? All right. And so you're like, why did I eat that Ben & Jerry's ice cream last night? Yeah, you're trying to figure out why you didn't do it, but subconsciously you're imagining yourself eating Ben & Jerry's ice cream on the sofa at 8 o'clock at night. It's just reinforcing the behavior. So what's the alternative? Well, the alternative is you become solution-oriented. How can I make weight loss fun and easy? How can I master my weight? How can I eat healthier in a way that is enjoyable and, and comfortable for me? Never asking those questions. You know, It's way easier than you think it, than it can be. You wouldn't even believe it. <laughs> Lydia says, such a different take on things. What are your thoughts on binge eating and weighing daily? Um, yeah, it's totally a different take on things for sure. That, that's what I do. 
I can promise you I'll give you a different take on this whole thing. And I'm proud of that. Um, I've earned that. I've, I've, <laughs> I've been at this 30 years, personally, 20 years professionally. I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. I'm obsessed with this stuff. I really am. Um, because it's life and death to me, you know? Thanks, Vicky. Um, you know, my, my father died at 54 of a heart attack. So it was really the beginning of this whole thing for me, you know? And um, so again, you know, yeah, I want you to look good on the beach, but I want you to live long as you can. I want you to have the best quality of life possible. Okay, anyways, but um, what are your thoughts on binge eating and weighing daily? I think binge eating, the first thing I'll say, this is kind of my, my boilerplate answer, but there's two things. When you're binge eating, I usually find there's two main causes of it. The first one is you're over-restricting, right? You're, you're reducing your calories so much, they get to a place where you're so hungry, you can't control your eating, and then you're, you're binging. Um, that's a big one I see, probably the most common. The other one is usually some emotional thing going on where there might be some a big emotion thing in your life you don't want to deal with, don't know how to deal with, and so you kind of deal with it by eat, overeating, binging, which gives you some distraction and relief from it for a few moments. Um, and then you get caught up in the binge shame cycle, and even that, you know, you don't like it, but it's better than dealing with that other thing. Those are the two big ones I see. They may or may not apply to you. But the point is this, that when it comes to binge eating, I think you don't want to stop it. You want to understand it first. There's a reason it's there. And so I like to understand what are the triggers that cause the binge eating in the first place, you know? Um, and in terms of weighing daily, again, program yourself in the core philosophy is there's no right or wrong. There's only what works for you. If you're going to weigh yourself, though, I would suggest doing it every day while you're losing weight. I think weighing yourself once a week is one of the, the cruelest things you can do to yourself. <laughs> one thing I learned from weighing myself every day is I have the max I've seen is about a five pound fluctuation in 24 hours. And so I think if you weigh yourself weekly, what if you're down that one day, you know, unusually low for whatever reason, and the next week, you know, you're, you're up. And so everything you ate well, everything was going great, but now it looks like you gained eight pounds, right? Good luck continuing then, you know? So to me, weighing yourself every day, um, first thing is you really start to understand your body, right? How does my body let go of weight? Um, for me, I found it takes about two weeks. You know, if I weigh myself every day, I notice that if I start eating well, it takes about two weeks for that weight loss to show up consistently. And if I start eating like shit, it's going to take about two weeks for that weight gain to start showing up consistently. That's really helpful information for me to know moving forward. Um, so I think it's good that reason. I think it sends a message to your subconscious mind that we're taking this seriously. This is a focus. You know, we're going to do this. And number three is the big one. And I know this is the one that they, they're all freaking out right now when I say this, is that it helps you work through your emotional um, connections to the scale, you know, uh, you know, in an ideal sense, and this is just an ideal way, but I know you're not thinking about it this way in an ideal way, the scale, we want it to be like the speedometer of your car, right? You're not scared of looking at the speedometer of your car when you're driving, right? If you're going too fast, you slow down. If you're going too slow, you speed up. And so you're not scared of the speedometer because you have, you know, you believe you have control over speeding and slowing down the car. The reason you're primarily scared of the scale is because you have no, no belief, no strategy, no system to control your weight. And that's the heart of it. Let's be honest, folks. And I'm just going to, again, I, I promise you, I will never bullshit you. I, I will say things that are uncomfortable and, and hard to say sometimes and, and hard to hear. I get that. But I'm not going to bullshit you. There's enough of that in the weight loss industry. It's an entire, entire industry based on bullshit. So, so I'm not going to do that to you. Um, but let's be honest. The truth is, and this is a sad thing to understand. I know this, but you need to recognize the problem if you're going to fix it. The truth is you have no idea how to lose weight. You've been at this 10, 20, 30, 40 years. And if you're really honest with yourself, you know as little about how to lose weight right now as you did before you started your first diet 40 years ago. And that is the problem because you are a smart, intelligent person, but you are not on a path of mastery where you grow and get better and evolve each and every day, each and every year. You're on a path of just quick fixes and your obsession on quick fixes has kept you stuck. 
right? Because you never get past that first phase. You always, tell me this doesn't sound familiar. You get really upset about your weight and you say, that's it, I got to lose the weight. You pick your plan. Doesn't matter what the plan is. You follow it really intensely for a couple of days or a couple of weeks, sometimes a couple of months. And then you always go back to what you always do. And there's never any change. And so here you are obsessed with fat, fast weight loss. But if you look at the last six months, how much weight you lost? The last year, how much weight have you lost? Your obsession on fast weight loss has got your mind twisted upside down because even to the point, what's fast and what's slow weight loss, folks? You know, and again, this isn't your fault. This is the diet industry. I mean, literally millions of ads of losing this much weight in this much time has conditioned you to think about weight loss in a crazy way. And so the only thing that excites you weight loss wise is fast results. That's all you care about. That's the only thing that motivates you. But when you really take a step back and look at it, your obsession with fast results has gotten you no results. You know, if you lose 20 pounds in a month water fasting and the next month you can't keep it up, so you put all the weight back on, was that fast weight loss or no weight loss? And we compare that to what if you lost five pounds a month really comfortably and easily? Is that slow weight loss or is that fast weight loss relatively? Right next year at this time, which one's fast and which one's slow? The 20 pounds you lost last month and you put it back on or the 45 pounds you lost last year that you're going to keep off forever because you did it in a smart, sustainable, systematic way? Thanks, Don. You know what I mean? Like, like it's obvious when you put it that way. But again, you're <laughs> talking about trances, right? I love when people like that want to lose weight and their dieters are like, I don't know if I can be hypnotized. You can. We're all hypnotized constantly. And it makes no sense what you're doing with your weight loss. It's, it's not your fault because we're all very hypnotic brains that get caught up in things. You know, when it comes to weight loss, you've been caught up by thinking like a dieter. But as soon as it's pointed out to you, that's my goal here. You know, if I can point out to you the, the goofiness you know, of the dieting philosophy, that's the first step to saying, oh, you know, it's like, oh shit, this makes no sense. It wasn't me. <laughs> I'm not a bad person. I have, it's not that I have no willpower. It's that I, it's a fucking goofy strategy dieting. That you're what? You're going to wake up one day and now I'm never going to eat carbs again. Really? It's never worked? Why, why would it all of a sudden work? You know, that's not the way folks. Dieting is not the way. What's happening with dieting, there's just a million things wrong with dieting, but the big one is this, in, in a practical sense, is the Monday comes and you, what do you do? A, you're first of all, you're already, you're overwhelmed, you're stressed out, you're pissed off, you're frustrated about your weight, you're angry at yourself, right? You're tired, you're exhausted. And now you say, okay, here comes Monday, I'm gonna take on a diet where I 100% change how I eat. Oh yeah, let me know how that goes. It just, it just belies like a complete and total absence of understanding how your mind works. You know, let me reframe this for you in a way that I think is way more effective. Do you understand why you haven't been able to lose weight on a diet? And it kind of lets you off the hook a little bit, but now I'm putting in a different hook because now you're going to know and you'll give you a different path forward. But you see, you think like the dieting's hard because you have no willpower to say no to the, the good foods that you like to eat. And it's hard to eat healthy foods because they don't taste as good as the unhealthy foods. But the real deeper problem, that is a little bit of it for sure. But the bigger problem is that you're completely trying to consciously control things that are automated. Okay, so to put it metaphorically, you going on a diet is almost like you waking up tomorrow and saying, you know what, today I'm going to use my my other hand to, you know, use my phone, uh, to brush my teeth, to use my computer mouse. Okay, now you could do it technically, right? But imagine this, imagine just brushing your teeth with the other hand. Please try this out today, right? When you're going to brush your teeth, if you can remember, brush with the other hand. And you can do it, but it takes lots and lots of thought. You got to concentrate on it because it's not automatic anymore. You're jabbing your gums. It's like you're missing teeth. It just feels weird. Okay. And it takes lots of energy. Well, when you go on a diet, all your automated behavior, your eating's all automated. And now all of a sudden you're going to take control, conscious control of all of it. 
And so what happens is by the middle of the day, you burn through all your willpower. You know, the dieter, right? Your, your willpower always starts at your highest point when you wake up in the morning, your hunger at the lowest. And most dieters kind of go like this. No, fuck, I'm not going to eat breakfast. No lunch, no lunch. Okay, here comes two o'clock. No, this is where the wheels come off the bus because now your hunger's up here and your willpower is down here. Your willpower is a prefrontal cortex process. It's not like this non-physical thing you can just tap, has unlimited access to. You have to think your prefrontal cortex like a muscle because it gets depleted. And so you start your diet off and it's like, and again, the diet seems so easy. Oh, just stop eating carbs. Just stop eating carbs. You can't just stop eating carbs. Well, the flip side of that coin is you have to completely change how you're eating. <laughs> you know, the diets are all marketing. You know what I mean? It's all marketing. Trying to, they're like carnival games, right? They try and say, take something that's really difficult and make it seem really easy. And it's not. And then you get caught up and you say, oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a weak person. I'm a bad person because I can't even do this. Look at her. She lost 50 pounds in a month and I can't even stick with it for a week. I'm a bad person. How many times have you gone through that? You know, no, the diets are a bunch of bullshit. I know you don't believe me. All the big diets you're subconsciously referencing to lose weight are all owned by big food companies. So maybe that'll change the way you think about them. Do you know Weight Watchers was owned by Heinz? Jenny Craig was owned by Nestle. Atkins um, was owned by the same company as Onions, Pretzels, and Cinnabon. Slim Fast was owned by the same company as Ben and Jerry's. They just get you coming and going. They don't want to teach you how to lose weight. They don't want you to not eat their bullshit. Weight Watchers was, listen, Weight Watchers started like good, right? It was a lady starting in New Jersey, started helping out people, all the rest of it. The big food company bought it so they could sell their bullshit, shitty food that makes you fat. You know what I mean? Like it, it's just, it's never ending bullshit with the diet industry. It just is, you know? And so here you are with a, a head full of marbles with, when it comes to weight loss and it's like you can't figure anything out. It's not a mystery. You've never been taught any like foundationally normal things. To the point, metaphorically, it's like, you know, say you never played piano and you want to play piano and you're like, you know, I'm going to play the piano and get real good really quick. I'm going to play 10 hours a day. I was like, oh, that, is that the best plan? Yeah, I want to get good fast. I'm going to get good fast. Okay, give me a call tomorrow night after the first 10 hours. <laughs> it's like you wake up the next day, your fingers are all cramped up. You can't practice. You know what I mean? Because like, you did too much too soon. But that's how you're approaching your weight loss, right? Like, I got to lose the weight. I got to do it right now. I'm going to weigh overwhelm myself. I'm going to hate that. You know, it makes no sense. It's, it's logically, it's a, it's a, it's goofy, you know? So is there an alternative? Of course there is, you know, and I'm going to tell you this now. And I, and I always know, like, I can only, I lead a horse to water. You can't make him drink, but I will show you a brand new way to do this, right? I, I wouldn't sit here and, and do all this shit if I didn't have some solution for you. Okay. And the solution's free. So you click my little face up on the top left of the screen. You go to my bio and you click the link in there, get a hypnosis session. I give it to you. It's free. The new thin me, um, listen to it. It's a kickstart session, you know? And then, it takes a few minutes to send it to you. I give you a training, three steps to master your weight. And then I email you every day, positive, encouraging, supportive coaching emails about this approach to weight loss. All for free. Yes, I have a program you can invest in too, but I do all this stuff for free as well. Okay, so if you're struggling with your weight and you would like to lose weight, and would you like to live at your goal weight for the rest of your life on your autopilot? I don't know what I can say to you to motivate you to click a link and take 30 seconds to fill in a form and get a hypnosis session. Let me help you out. <laughs> you know, I don't know. This is the weirdest part of everything I do is how like everyone in the world that wants to lose weight doesn't just check it out. It's free, you know, but I don't know. Again, it's the mindset. Ah, it's bullshit. Hypnosis. Ah, my aunt tried that. Didn't work. This ain't even a hypnosis, folks. Hypnosis is a piece of the puzzle. Like it's a really effective tool. Um, but in the sense of like visualization, 
You know what I mean? Like mental programming, uh, imagining what you want. You know what I mean? Like, like it's a tool. Um, in my program, again, there, there's a 60 page workbook, you know, where you create your weight mastery blueprints. Um, there's a technique I show you where you can influence your own mind. There's hypnosis sessions that cause you to calm down and relax. And I literally develop a thin, healthy mindset for you. My program is the number one hypnosis program on the planet because in my program, you strategically get access to, and again, it's comfortable. I'm not going to, don't feel overwhelmed with this. Every day I send you a five minute morning session, a 10 minute hypnosis session at night. In over eight weeks, that's a total of 67 sessions you put into your head. That doesn't include the library, you know? It's a systematic program. But but anyways, I, never mind that stuff. I just want you to point out that there's a different way to go about this. You're not trying to change yourself at all. You just think that you're one plan away from ultimate success, and it's completely backwards, you know? Um, for me, it was just a decision I made one day. Good job, Sarah. It had reasons, but it was a switch that flipped one day. That's great. When I went to the doctor and I had high blood pressure, and I decided to do it, and I did. So that's great, Sarah. Yeah. Um, again, this is this, this really isn't for people like that. that. I think that's great when that happens. Really, what I help people with, my people, are people that know they should lose weight, want to lose weight, know what to do. They just can't get themselves to do it consistently. And it's always a mindset issue. Always. Your mindset's the number one thing impacting your weight. More importantly, your hormones, genetics, type 2 diabetes, all of it. I have like reverse body dysmorphia. I feel skinny till I see a picture. Yeah, Annette, that's very common. A lot of people feel that way. Yeah, yeah, that is a common thing. How can we recover from making mistakes in our diets to keep going? Um, great question, Naya. Yeah, I mean, the thing about making mistakes isn't a big deal. It's the framing. So it's not the mistake. It's the way you're framing this process. And so most people approach weight loss with a way short time frame. Like you're thinking about your weight loss in terms of days, weeks, and months, right? How much weight, weight did I lose this week? If you don't lose weight in a week when you're on a diet, it's very difficult to do the second week. Two weeks with no results, it's almost impossible to keep going, you know? So so what do you do? Um, you've got to start thinking longer term. How long do we keep the weight off for? Your time frame is the number one thing keeping you trapped, thinking like a dieter and keeping you spinning your wheels. As soon as you realize this is forever, there's no escaping any of this, right? And I say this in a, in a positive way, right? Like like your weight loss, your weight mastery is a never-ending marathon. Ooh. Well, yeah, because you're thinking about doing it as a diet. It's a never-ending marathon for me. I love the way I, I my mindset work. I love my lifestyle. I love how I eat. So I could see myself eating and living this way for another 100 years. I love it. And it keeps tweaking and optimizing. I keep improving it too. But But you hear that? Like, I love it. You don't hear that when it comes to weight loss. The irony of weight loss is this. That the truth is you don't even want to lose weight. You know, you associate pain to losing weight rather than pleasure. You know, that's one of the core reasons you're not making it happen. Um, so yeah, to recover from mistakes is you need a different framing around your weight loss. You know, you need to think in terms of weight mastery, not weight loss. And you need to realize this is forever. And then I think it makes the mistakes not a big deal. Um, just do better next meal and continue going. You won't ruin your diet in one weekend. Yeah, absolutely. For the first time ever, I'm learning the thin person's mindset. 10 pounds down. Ah, uh, Vicky, right? Yeah, Vicky, look at that. 10 pounds down. That's so awesome. And that's the other thing, you know, you just, you don't know when that weight's going to come off. That's the other bullshit, man. If I could, if I could take calorie weight loss calculators and, and blast them to the moon so no one could use them, I think I would. Because, boy, those things cause more, they're right in there with the damage, with the diets, you know. Um, they're just guesstimates, you know, it, you don't know how the weight's going to come off folks. You know what I mean? Like, like you're, you're so impatient, you know, like the metaphorically, you're like the farmer who plants a seed and digs it up every day to see if it started growing. <laughs> you know what I mean? We like that with the weight loss and it's like, but Vicky, that's awesome. I'm so excited. I can't wait to talk about that. How do thin people think? That's a great question, Aaliyah. Um, I get that question a lot. And I think the important thing, yes, there's some general rules, no question, but I think what's more important to internalize is that how do you think as a thin person? 
Do you know what I mean? Like, that's a piece of the, the diet puzzle that I can't stand, right? They, they give you this one-size-fits-all solution. But I think what's going to guarantee your success is when you take responsibility for figuring out how you think and feel and behave when you're at your best and really understanding that so that you can develop that ability. And so, yes, like I said, there's obviously general concepts. Like, so when I say I give you 67 sessions, each one of those sessions has a weight loss mantra in it. And so I do think that there's a collection of best practice thoughts, you know, that I've seen a lot of thin and healthy people have. Like, for example, nothing tastes as good as thin and healthy feels, which is a great phrase. And I know some people say, okay, oh, Moss, she said something different. I don't mean that. Um, but I think what it does is it helps focus you beyond just the, the taste of the food, which is a huge part of what I help people with. Um, is that you're obsessed. You've been conditioned to just focus on the excitement of eating the food and then the eating of the food. And that's how you think about food. But there's always a consequence that follows, good and bad, depending on what you do. And so as you start to reorient how you think about food, I think that supports you in making healthier food choices. Um, but th th that's the quick answer. Again, the long answer I give you to how thin people think is go check out, go to my bio, click that link, get the hypnosis session, but watch that training I give you. I go through the three steps, a half hour. And it's, it's a lot of the stuff I'm saying here, but it's in a systematic way, kind of point A to point B. Um, and I got a new training coming out probably this week, uh, the Weight Mastery Pyramid, which is going to be even better than the other one. And I'm, if you're on my email list, I'll send you the link to that. Um, and anyways, in the program, you're going to get that as well. Um, yeah, You can practice maintenance by checking scale every day. Yeah. Was, oh, I, I like that, Karen. I did that for a long time after I lost the weight, and I did use the scale. Murray Webster, so right, I'm so obsessed with fast results, but I'm binging because I'm not eating enough and fail. Yeah, 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 exactly. See, that's the perspective piece. You know, that, that in Program Yourself Then, one piece of the program is the Program Yourself Then technique, right? Which is really the redo technique, rehearsal technique. But a big part of that, we do it every night. It takes about a minute, two minutes or so. Um, but this is the cornerstone of the whole of your whole success because what it does, it allows you to kind of take a step back, right? You're, you're locked into your perspective, certainly with weight loss. You always think about an approach it the same way. So if you can take a step back and kind of look at what you're doing, it becomes very obvious the patterns you keep following that are kind of leading you to failure. And so once you can realize them, then you can go to work on fixing them. But I promise you, you don't even realize them. That's why I get out here and try to make you aware of it. Um, but, but this is a huge part of the process, realizing what you're doing is not working, doing something different. Um, Don says, I lost five pounds in September and I'm not dieting. Yeah, Don, that's what ends up happening when you take this approach. The weight starts coming. You don't know how weight comes off, folks. It, it, weight, weight is inconsistent and unpredictable. This is, makes me crazier than anything else when it comes to the weight loss world because you've been conditioned through the weight calculators, diets, that I'm going to lose two pounds a week until I get to my goal weight. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're going to lose some weight, then you're going to put a little on, then you're going to plateau, then you're going to stabilize, and then you're going to go down a little more. And then it's it's jaggedy jaggeds all over the place. It's 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 unpredictable and inconsistent. That's how your weight loss happens. You know. And so here I see Don, right? She because she's on here all the time for months and months, listening to this, and she's living the life that I talk about. Program yourself then, and I was five pounds down. Who would have thought? You know, you just don't know because you're just thinking like you've been taught to think about weight loss primarily as just calories in, calories out, which is the majority of it on a physical level. But there's a deeper level of, you know, OK, so so like menopause, right? Someone hits menopause and now their weight goes up. So that something physical happened. Yes, there are physical realities to your weight beyond just the calories, right? Insulin resistance, menopause, hormonal issues, thyroid issues, things like this. That's what the problem is. But do you ever think to yourself, what can I do lifestyle-wise to positively impact those same factors? 
Are you ever thinking about that? Are you ever thinking kind of like the bottom-up foundational physical pieces of your weight loss? Because you're just thinking about calories in, calories out. Well, if you're not sleeping, if you're stressed out, you're not drinking water, you never put anything nourishing in your body, you never move, your mind's all over the place, you're, you're going to have a harder time losing weight even if the calories are lower. You know, And, and your, your calories are going to be lower anyways because when you're in that state, it's hard not to overeat. You know, But when you start taking care of your body, weight starts changing pretty interestingly. Um, Lisa, thank you for answering. You summed me up perfectly. <laughs> um, Brooklyn Dogma, how you doing? I average three pounds a month, 5'2", at my goal weight now. Thank you. I still mess up in my two days. Yeah, but Brooklyn Dogma, congratulations. Great job. Okay. Um, three pounds a month. Okay. No, three pounds a month. Uh, fuck that. I'm going to go. I'm going to keto. I lost 10 pounds a month for the first month, and that was it because I couldn't keep it up. You know? You got to change it, folks. Like This is how you get weight loss that's easy, enjoyable, comfortable, and most importantly, permanent. You know, again, you're so obsessed with just losing the weight that you're never thinking how I'm going to keep it off. And I tell you, there's nothing gets a dieter madder than when I say, what are you going to do when you get your goal weight? What are you going to do then? They get so mad. And um, it's all figured out then, Jim, you know, I don't want to think about that now. I'm losing weight. Leave me alone. Okay. Well, 95% of people don't. So it might be helpful to start thinking about now. You know, what happened to you last time you lost the weight? Again, I'm not trying to be a negative asshole. Like, I, I'm, that's the least of what I'm doing. But it's it's like, again, if someone keeps doing the same wrong thing over and over, shouldn't it be somehow brought up? You know? Great job, Brooklyn. And and I still mess up on my two days. It's fine. That's In an ideal world, that's what you want. Like, that's where you want the mess up to be because that means the other five days are doing great. And so then there's two days and you just keep working and optimizing them. That's it, you know? Um, Sharon says, I don't diet, but start keto five years ago. I'm down hundred pounds and love this way of living. That's great, Sharon. Now, by the way, if you love keto, keto's great. You know what I mean? Like, again, I'm not, I'm program yourself then's diet agnostic. You can do whatever you want. Um, I support people that are carnivore, keto, vegan, vegetarian. I don't care. Um, if, to me, it's about figuring out what resonates and works for you. I think the problem for most people is that they try and force kind of, you know, a square peg into a round hole. You try following some plan that just doesn't resonate. You don't like doing it right? This ain't rocket science. If you think about weight loss 24 hours a day and you don't do it, you don't start anything to do it. It's pretty simple. It's because you don't want, you don't want to do that plan. It's too much for you. You don't like it. And so you keep imagining, you get to this point where you have like just unlimited willpower and force yourself to do this plan you hate instead of just saying, let me start small and develop a plan that works for me, you know, but great job, Sharon. Um, I said I could no brush my teeth with my left hand at all. It was comical. <laughs> yeah. Right. So that's what you mean. That's funny. Uh, I just stopped all sugar so my A1C is normal. Yeah, that's great, Sharon. Now, again, you know, like, listen, and some people, so so for Sharon, um, clearly, you know what I mean? Like, you're able to just do this all thing, you know, Maybe, for whatever reason, just kind of hit. Um, so again, like, what do I say? There's no right or wrong. It's only what works for you. I never judge anyone's method. Um, I do help people identify if, if you've been struggling, you know what I mean? Like, what have you been doing? Let's do something different, <laughs> you know? Hey, toasted bagel with cream cheese. Keylogs brand is so rich. Yeah, sure. I listen to the free session every night. Yeah, great, Marcy. So helpful. Marcy, get the program. Get the $3 program. You can get it for, it's, what, there's two payments. Can you get that? Because you'll love all the sessions in there. Is this live or recorded? It's live. Live, live, live. I haven't been out of questions. I always do this, get caught up talking, but I'm going to go through them now. Tell I need to accept that there's no start and end. It's for life. Yeah, exactly. Is it normal to not lose weight every week? Oh, absolutely. Of course it's not normal to lose weight every week. You know, even if you're cutting calories, I don't know, your body just there. So I always think like, like people think of weight loss and it's not your fault. Again, you've just been, you've been sold down the river by the diets and the food companies, but, um, people think of weight loss, like it's a bank account, like debits, credits, you know, calorie in, calorie out. Um, and that is a big part of it. There's no question, but 
there's also so many other factors you need like your weight loss is like the stock market there's so many other different factors that, that's why i say like you know you need a comprehensive holistic approach to mastering your weight and um you know part of that is that yeah you're not gonna lose weight every week no you're not and when you don't it's not a big deal you need to have a strategy to deal with that though you know most people don't uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Reduce stress is a big one. Yeah, it's huge. Your stress is huge. I always say so. So, in order of importance, lifestyle-wise, because again, you know, you'll be like, "Oh, you got to change your lifestyle." Well, what does that mean? You know, I'll tell you what I mean by that. What we work on in the program, in order of importance, in my opinion, proper sleep, hydration, relaxation, proper breathing, nourishment, movement, meditation, gratitude. You know, and then first three are really, really crucial, really important because they're affecting all your, your biochemistry, your hormones, um, your mindset, your, your thought patterns, everything, everything. Um, I think mental health is a big factor also. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You're hilarious. Thanks. You make sense. Love your honesty, though. I just need to listen and act on it. Yeah, yeah, I get that, Miri. You got to listen to it. That, that's, that's exactly it. You know, it really comes down to that. Um, and again, you know, like, like on the free side, you know, I do, po I do like an hour, hour and a half podcast every weekday. You know, if you start listening to that, it's going to impact the way you think. Um, you obviously get the hypnosis session I give you, watch the training I give you, read the emails I give you. That's just on the free side. And if you really want to make a commitment to it, again, my program, it, it's hypnosis based. But again, I'm not just a hypnotist. You know, I, I, I consider myself a coach. I've done over 5,000 private weight loss coaching sessions. I use hypnosis too, um, but it's way more coaching and figuring out what works, what works, you know? And so that's really what a lot of the program is. But you should check that out if you if you like listening to the sessions. Because th the more you listen to, you know, like the different sessions, it's all different stuff. So the, the more things you listen to that's a little different, but it kind of relates to other things, you start building up kind of this this network, this this web of, it really becomes a mindset, you know, so much of your weight is dictated by what you're thinking and your thinking is just neural pathways. And so the hypnosis sessions and the, the mantras you're given and the, the way I'm delivering that it's designed to start to create neural pathways of a thin and healthy mindset. You know, it, it's that simple. And so the hypnosis does that, you know, the trainings and the workbook helps you do that. You using the, the program self done technique, that self hypnosis technique that does it. You know, obviously, if you coach with me, I'll help you do that. But but that's what we're looking to do. And it's completely 180 away from the diets where the diets, every diet, every dietitian, every new, um, nutritionist, every doctor, they're just telling you what to do. You know, but the problem is that you're still the same person. That's the problem. <laughs> Don't take it critically, but but that's where the problem is. You need to change. You know what I mean? It's not the diets. It, it's that you have no ability to think about this process in a way that's going to make you successful, you know? But I know to feel good about yourself is helpful. What question should I ask myself? Um, I know to feel good about yourself is helpful. It's super helpful. I mean, that's why I like to start with people. You know, a lot of people are very conditional. So I'm going to lose the weight. You know, once I lose the weight, then I'll feel attractive. Then I'll love myself. Then I'll feel good about myself. And that's one of the worst, worst strategies you can have. You need to feel good about yourself now to have those energy to, to eat the right foods and live the right, right lifestyle, get you the weight you want, you know, to feel even better. But don't put any feeling off good. Again, that's a huge part. Program yourself thin is the emotions. How do you feel the emotions you want to feel in life? You know, and, and chances are you have no idea how to do that because you never been learned. You never learn how to do it. We live in a culture where we've been conditioned to use food as our main emotional management strategy. You know, and so you've never learned how to deal with your emotions genuinely. That was probably the foundational piece that allowed me to master my weight. You know, I, I was I, all sorts of turmoil. My dad died when I was young. There's other stuff going on. And I, I didn't know how to deal with any of it. And I was angry, pissed off, depressed, all this stuff. Didn't know how to deal with it. So I just ate and drank, you know, the crazy shit. And um, it really wasn't until I learned how to sit with those feelings 
not even fix them. You know, honestly, the first step was just being able to sit with them calmly. I was like, oh, I'm not going to fall apart if I face these feelings. My, my whole, I'm not going to, you know, the, the, not the worst case. Sometimes we have bad shit in our lives and we get scared of we're going to feel it. And so the, it, we actually make it worse because now we got not only the bad shit, but now we got this fear of feeling it, you know? So the first step for me was getting rid of the fear and just sitting with it. It was like, oh, okay, okay. You know, it's kind of the classic movie thing, like with the bully thing, right? You know, it's, it's like you stand up to him and it's like, oh, you know, it wasn't as bad as I thought. So that's just a little emotional rabbit hole. But, but again, learning how to deal with your emotions, I think is, is crucial, crucial um, to mastering your weight. Um, I gain weight on the weight on keto. Yeah, sure. You can gain weight on anything, you know, all about calorie, um, calorie consumption. Um, not everybody's the same. Thanks for saying this. Yeah, you're welcome. I know I, that needs to be said so much more. It makes me crazy. You know, if I bought into the idea, well, I did it. I know the diets are when you try and force yourself to follow this diet. It's so like, you're so set up for failure with the diets because it's not made for you. I always joke around about this with the diet mindset. Is that how silly it is? Like you're going to let someone tell you how you're going to eat for the rest of your life. Right. Like you don't know me. Like, would you let me tell you how you're going to eat? Like, like, would you, let me tell you what movies you're going to watch, what music you're going to listen to, what clothes you're going to wear. Right. You're a, you're a human, human being. You're, you're a unique human being. Like, like you're not just, oh, this is how you're going to eat for the rest of your life. And that's part of the problem. You've got to take ownership of figuring out what the best way for you to eat is. I always joke, like, like I could put a diet out there. That's literally just what I eat all week. And people would go crazy buying it. Cause you just conditioned thing. And that's the, that's what you need, but you're not me. You don't like the same foods I like. You don't have the same lifestyle I, I live, you know? So you have to stop. I know it sounds easier. Someone's going to give you a plan, but it's not. You're way better off learning. Again, with, with programming yourself, then I give you some basic structural ideas of how to structure your reading, which you never even think in that term, but of how to structure your reading. And I give you guidance for sure of what I think is best practices. But at the end of the day, there's no right or wrong. There's only what works for you. And if you start basing your, your eating plan around what's going to work best for you, your likes, your dislikes, your preferences, your lifestyle. Um, if you start building it this way, it takes a little bit longer, it seems like, on the beginning, but then you end up with a plan that's custom-made for you. And now it's way easier to keep it up. You know, and then you keep tweaking and optimizing it anyways. You know, like you don't think of it that way. You just at least give me the plan, I'm just going to follow it. There's no growth, there's no evolution, there's no change, no transformation. You know, this is about, again, take your weight loss, rapid and personal development, and let this process be the engine that allows you to become the best version of yourself. You know what I mean? Don't just fucking lose weight. What a shitty goal. It takes a lot of energy and effort to lose weight. It's same with my program. I'm, I'm sitting here bullshitting you. It takes a lot of effort and energy. So why not use that effort and energy to get way better results than just watching the scale go down for a couple months and then putting it all back on? You know, why don't you transform yourself from the inside out into the person you want to be? And the weight's only one small piece of that. How you're living, how you're thinking, the quality of your relationships, how you're behaving. These are the exciting parts. You know, that's why I always say, like, I always love when my clients are like, you know, I, I obviously, everything I'm, you're teaching me, I'm using for weight, but I really found out I can use it for all the areas of my life. Yeah, no shit. That's, that's the, that's the best part of this, you know? Because listen, at some point, the weight, like for me, I've been at the same weight for 30 years. I won blip 12 years ago, but it's the same weight. I'm not excited about the scale moving. It just stays the same. See, that you think about, think about this, right? When you do your weight loss thing, it's like you're trading the pleasure of the food for the pleasure of the scale going down. And so it's okay while the scale's going down, there's still excitement. But then once the scale stops going down, you're at your goal weight. Now you don't got the pleasure of the scale going down and you don't got the pleasure of the food. And this is where most people put the weight back on. And so how do you prepare for that? No one ever thinks about this. Again, you need to make this a process of personal development. I, my weight's where it's at. So if all I care about is my weight, that well, I'm just there. 
you know? But what I'm looking at is I want to improve my health. I want to optimize my eating plan so it's even more nutritious, more easy, um, more enjoyable for me. Um, I want to focus on my lifestyle, make sure I'm getting to sleep. I'm, I'm always managing those things in service of how good can I feel? How good can I feel? My weight's there, but how good can I feel? How clear can I think? How much action can I take? How much you know, patience and, and love can I have for my kids and my family? How much like, you know, better can I make my relationships that are important to me? Whatever goals I have in my life, it's really about what can I do to become the person who can thrive the most with the most important areas of my life? So my motivation's way higher than yours who just wants to lose some weight. My, my motivation's way higher, which is the key part. I mean, you're not even motivated to lose weight, first of all. That, that's a whole nother story. I'm not gonna get into that right now, but um, if you don't believe me, mention that and I will tell you why. Uh, Marcy says, I will. I just got home from the Keys. Yeah, Marcy, get that program. <laughs> You'll love it. Um, I no longer think calories. I think what my body needs. Yeah, that's great. And that's the kind of stuff that starts happening. You think differently. You can't think. Well, I mean, Einstein says this. You can't use the same level of thinking that created the problems to solve the problem. Right? You need to elevate your thinking. It's an inside-out approach to things. But, and, and again, maybe you just need to test this out, but start noticing what you're thinking. <laughs> what are you thinking when it comes to weight loss? It's bad shit. Like, I, I, it, it's bad in the sense that it's not getting the results you want. And I, I'll point right to it. Your thinking's trash. I know this. I'm, it's not a judgment. I don't, I, I don't care. I'm just letting you know. I've done over 5,000 prior weight loss sessions. You get in my program. We have group coaching every Tuesday and Thursday. And it's like, you'll watch it. You'll watch these very smart, intelligent people. They're missing very obvious things. Right, I'll give you the classic example I use. If you close one eye and look at your nose, you see it. Close the other eye and look at your nose, you see it. Open both eyes, what happens? Your brain deletes your nose. There's gigantic <laughs> problems and solutions that are right smack dab in front of your face when it comes to your weight and your health. You're just not even seeing them. You're literally not seeing them. And it's like you'll see it in the group coaching. It's like this is what I do all day long. I just I point these out. You just can't see them. You know, and once you realize them and you can change them, that's what starts creating like dramatic changes in how you're thinking about your weight and ultimately the results you're going to get. You know, um, what about reverse body dysmorphia? I feel skinny, but I'm not. I went from 125 to 170 in six months. Yeah, well, okay, Annette, I will tell you that the reverse body dysmorphia is really, in my opinion, a consequence of what everyone's struggling with when it comes to weight loss if they have a diet mindset. And what it is is that you think about your weight loss primarily superficially. Okay. Most dieters do, and it's not your fault. You've seen literally millions of diet ads. It's always the before and after picture, right? How long it took to go from one to the other. And so it conditions you to think about weight loss superficially, aesthetically, just the surface level. Okay. And so that allows you to live with this body dysmorphia because you're not internalizing what the reality is in a more meaningful way. We don't really, you know, we're not very good at recognizing how we look, folks. We never evolved in any area or situation you would need to do that, right? Think about this. We evolved with, there's no fucking mirrors. There's no videos. There's no pictures. There's no scales. You didn't have a real good sense of what you look like through most of history. <laughs> You're just looking for food, trying to live your life. You know what I mean? It, was, it wasn't all this bullshit that we've, we've stacked on top of ourselves the last 100, 200 years. Um, so the body dysmorphia stuff really to me is kind of like the, the final outcome of being very, very superficially oriented to your weight loss. And, um, I have no patience for that. Like, and I say this to you because, um, you, you know, that you're not, now, again, I'm not saying 170, I'm, I'm not judging that again for each and every person has to figure out what weight you want to live at. That's one, one thing we all get to choose as humans. What do you want to weigh at? Now I will say your goal weight probably is bullshit. It's probably bullshit. It's probably just some arbitrary number you've been saying for 40 years. 
I, why do I say that? I've done over 5,000 prior weight loss sessions. Every time I said, what's your goal weight? Oh, it's with this. Why? Um, that's what I weighed when I was 20. Mm, that's what I weighed when I got married. That's what I weighed when I went on Weight Watchers 30 years ago. Okay, well, you're 60 years now. You're 60 years old now, so, so is that the same? Are you the same person you were when you're 20? Same motivations? <laughs> right? It's, it's not as strange, but you don't think about that. You think you want to lose weight. Uh, I'm not going into this today, but you think you want to lose weight, but you don't. You weigh exactly what you want to weigh. Um, and so you need to internalize that. That the, Oh, yeah, I think, uh, I think I'm thinner, and then I see a picture I'm not. You're bullshitting yourself. You know you're bigger, and you know there's more reasons for it, why you want to change. They're not superficial. Your, your motivation to lose weight you're never going to have the motivation to lose weight you want if you only focus on, I just want to look better. I know you think looking better is the main thing you want, but it's not. It's fucking not. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. How could it be? How could it be? You've been wanting to look better for 40 years and you haven't lost the weight. I mean, what more proof do you need? If you need more proof than that, go look up literal the science of, of science and motivation. There's a science of motivation. I teach it in the program. Might be helpful to know if you want to lose weight, <laughs> right? But I'll just tell you, it's intrinsic, extrinsic motivation. You look it up. Wanting to look better is an extrinsic motivator. It's the weakest form of motivation. I mean, it's, scientifically, this is what we call it. It's not a strong form of motivation. I know you think it is because you've been conditioned to think that, but it's not true. There's way stronger forms of motivation, and it's not about how you look. So I'll just leave you on that one. Uh, Tammy says, I hear your voice in my head all day long. That's awesome. Yeah. That's what I do for people. I become that surrogate voice to kind of like, you got this shitty negative voice in your head that just grinding down to a stump. I try to be, again, I want to be for you that surrogate voice while you develop your own. Something encouraging and positive, putting you on the right path. You know, there's not enough of that. I can't stand the weight loss industry because it's always like, God, Jillian, what's her name? Jillian Michaels, right? She makes me the craziest. I hate the biggest loser so much on that show. It's like, I think it's such bad messages. They get you coming and going in this culture anyways. But anyways, this idea, you know, that that's that kind of personal trainer that, come on, do it, just do it. I hate that shit because um, it's not real. You know what I mean? As soon as you take that out of the environment, that person who's losing weight in that environment is probably not going to continue. You know, it's just... But anyways, so even when people are trying to do good stuff for themselves, they got this negative, encouraging voice. It's not really encouraging. It's just beating them up and whatever I, I could talk about internal voices and, and that shit all day long but, but i'm glad to be because I, I i think that's what i want to be here for again for me this is a mission i want to help as many people as possible live at their goal weight again because i listen i remember when i was a kid i remember i did i was like oh, i want to be a doctor i want to be a doctor and i remember that i took my first chemistry class <laughs> i was like well i guess i'm not gonna be a doctor uh, it wasn't it wasn't for me I, that my brain didn't work that way but um you know, so, so anyways, what I find now is, as I kind of worked my way back to, to wanting to help people in, in a doctorish capacity, I'm not a doctor, obviously. Um, but I want to help people live longer, have a better quality of life. And, and here's where I ended up. And I think that I can do that. Um, and it, it's such a passion for me. And I think the main way that you can live a longer life, a better quality of life, physically, mentally, emotionally during that time is to really master your weight, your lifestyle, your mindset. You know, that's what I think. And, um, so in the way, in the way, in the way I do that, again, I'm a hypnotist. I'm a neurolinguistic programming trainer. So even in these these calls here, I'm not just speaking to you. I'm using conversational hypnosis. I'm speaking to your subconscious mind. You know, I'm I'm actively using techniques to help you think different ways so that you behave differently. And so, yeah, the more you listen to me, the, the different you're going to act. You know, 
I've been so much nicer to myself since listening to you. That makes me happier than anything else. <laughs> you know, WWJS, what would Jim say? Oh, I love that. It's awesome. I use that in the program. That's another mantra. What would the, what would the thin me say? What would the ideal me? Now, again, let me just say this real quick. When I say thin, I know that's a, it's a triggering word sometimes. Um, and I'm aware of that, but I, I've spent a lot of time thinking, well, where do I want to use? I always come back to thin, but my definition of thin is you, you living at your goal weight. Okay. And you're always the one who chooses your goal weight. So your goal weight is up to you. Um, being thin is your ability to live at the weight you want to live at. That's what I think of thin as your goal weight. I'll just give you this real quick. How do you pick, figure the best goal weight? I think this is another training I'm going to do. So, so if you haven't got on my list yet, go to my bio, click that link, get the hypnosis session, get on my list. Cause that's another training I got in the pipeline here. Um, how to choose the right goal weight. Okay. But I'll give you the short version of it. Choose the goal weight that gives you the best quality of life. A lot of people walking around with their goal weights down here, but your goal weight doesn't live in a vacuum. You've got to live and eat a certain way in order to achieve that weight. If the goal weight you're picking, you got to, you know, drink water and eat carrots to live at, that's a shitty quality of life and you're not going to do it. And so a lot of people got goal weights. They're not willing to live at or eat at. This becomes a core incongruence that's, that's sabotaging your results. So again, figuring out the right goal weight is one of the most powerful things you can do. That's why I'm, I'm going to give you that training, okay? Um, the new thin me, that, that hypnosis session I give you, kind of takes steps to that. Um, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, you have a conscious subconscious mind. I don't get in the whole mind thing right now, but the hypnosis is really about influencing your subconscious mind, but you also have to influence your conscious mind. That's why I'm going to do a training for how to, how to choose the proper goal weight. I will do that. So that'll come out. But what would Jim say? That's funny. That's why you say that. I realized how many times I said fat in a day. Yeah, Marcy. So true, right? Th that's what I mean. You, you all don't realize. I, I never realized how mean I was to myself. I think that's what led me to be a recovering perfectionist is working with so many clients. And again, most of my clients, they're, they're pretty, you know, they're successful in life. Either it's personally, you know, they're a great parent, you know, taking care of their kids. They're, they're working out in the workforce, thriving, succeeding. And then it comes to their weight, they're not getting the results. And what I started to realize is, wow, a lot of these people have such a negative internal dialogue. They frame it as, oh, it's my perfectionist voice. Oh my goodness. Spending years working with people on the details of that, that perfectionist voice is, is cruel, 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 mean, mean, d discouraging. I mean, it, it's... Bring a tear to your eye. I, I literally, I mean, it, it's sad. And it helped me realize mine. And um, that, that's been very helpful for me. But yeah, I think a lot of times we get this negative voice and we think that's how we're going to do it. I think a lot of people try and motivate themselves to lose weight by beating themselves up, making themselves feel like total shit. And um, that's how they get themselves to finally start a plan. Um, it doesn't last long though. But and now you're, you're locked in this, this boy, what people say to themselves, it, it bring a tear to your eyes. It's sad. It's, it's sad. When people say it out loud, because when it's in your head, you can you hear it and you're you're suffering the, the effects of it, but it's almost like you're not aware of it. And when I work with people and we bring it out into the forefront, we both look at it. It's like you you don't do you want to say this to yourself? No, no, it's mean. It's mean, and it's usually you don't want to know what the voice usually is. It's usually you usually had some disciplinarian parent who had good intentions even potentially, but you kind of internalize and that voice comes, becomes that, or you had some other kind of disciplinary in your life boss. that was kind of an asshole. And you kind of create this Frankenstein of a shitty voice in your head that just makes you feel terrible all the time, especially about your weight. It's like that. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about hypnosis. That's the voice we're going to change. We're not going to change that voice so much as we're going to give you a new voice. Okay. Cause you can't change old wiring. So there is no getting rid of that voice. I still get that shitty voice in my head. Um, but what I've developed is I have this other coach voice that's even stronger and, and bigger and it pops in on the scene all the time. Put that voice in its place. And that's what I help people in the program do, you know, right? I actually felt great this morning. <laughs> that's awesome. 
I fell asleep listening to Jim. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I love when people do that. It's why I have sleep gnosis sessions in the program. Falling asleep listening to the hypnosis session. Ooh, it's a powerful time to program yourself. I think that's the most powerful time. Again, in program yourself, then we bookend the day. We have a five-minute session as soon as you wake up, 10-minute session at night when you go to sleep. Um, and I think that's the most powerful way to really impact your, your subconscious mind in a powerful, powerful way. Why does most of my weight go to my belly? Um, yeah, you know, I mean, that's the thing. People just carry fat differently in their body. And um, that's kind of how it is. What I will tell you is there's a little bit of both things. I mean, because I always carried my fat and the love handles was the last to go. And I got to a point where I was like, oh, I'm never going to be able to get it. This is how my body is. And I literally was, I almost couldn't believe it when they went away. Like I didn't think it was possible, you know? So there's a combination of like, really, when you really do optimize things and get yourself, you master, you know, your, your mindset, your lifestyle, your eating, amazing things start happening over time. Um, and then there, that's the other thing is over time, you know, there's a thing called epigenetics, folks. If you do not know about this, our genetics are not just the DNA we're born with that, that you know, that never changes. There's epigenetic factors. There's tons of genetic factors that flip like switches, depending on the environment that we're living in, the choices we make, what we do. And so that's what you never probably have ever even experienced because your diet, your weight loss plan is all based on how much weight you're going to lose this week, this month, the next couple months. But when you start getting into years, that's when magical things start happening. And so epigenetics is a factor, microbiome factors, cellular you know, differences, biochemical differences over time. That's where miraculous things start happening, in my opinion. You know, But most people will never, ever, ever even ever get in that ballpark because you're just, you're in the white knuckle it for a month. Oh, I didn't lose enough weight. It's never enough weight, you know? Uh, oh, I lost 20 pounds, but I can't not drink, I can't eat food anymore. <laughs> like, I, you know what I mean? Like, like, what do you think about water fasting? Well, what do you think I think about water fasting? It's goofy because all I care about is long-term success. So if you lose 20 pounds in a month, I don't give a shit if the next month you're going to put it all back on. Or if you lost in a way that I hate this, this sucks, I'm miserable. What is the point? You know, it doesn't have to be that hard. Um, so why is the faculty of your belly? Yeah, genetically, that you know, we're all built differently. It is what it is. Um, but the other piece is that, you know, it, it, once you start mastering it, you don't really even know. You don't know how much, how, how slim your belly could be, you know, until you really start to master it. You're really not going to know until you get into a year or two years. I know you're freaking out, but how long have you been worried about where the fat goes in your belly? You know, again, you've got to reframe your time frames on this, you know, make them longer. Um, thoughts on intermittent fasting? Intermittent fasting is okay, but again, it's just one tactic. You know, I, I use intermittent fasting aspects. I don't go 16 hours. You don't have to go to 16 hours, okay? I do about 13 hours. Oh, those are, you're missing the best times. No, no. All these bullshit diets, they're just, they make these, they make it seem like you have to do it exactly this way so I can sell you the book. But it's basically, they're all just strategies to reduce your calorie consumption. So you stop eating for 16 hours a day, you know, most of the time people are probably going to consume less calories, you know? But if you hate intermittent fasting, then I wouldn't suggest it. It's a very good method. You know, for me, I backed into it 30 years ago. I want to stop eating at night. And so I kept making that window between, you know, when I stopped eating and going to bed, that got longer, longer, longer. And when I took a break, that was the first time in my life I'd ever like given myself a window of time where I didn't eat. And um, I loved it. I, I felt like, because digestion, you don't even realize what, how much you, the energy that uses. And so all of a sudden I was like, I gave myself a real break. And then I went to sleep. I used to, I was the shittiest sleep I ever saw. I toss and turn all night. I couldn't fall asleep. I'd be sweating the whole time. Hey, what do you know? I stopped eating before I go to bed, you know, and I, I got that, I stopped eating seven o'clock, eight o'clock at night. And then I go to bed at like midnight, one of those days. Um, what do you know? I started sleeping way better. 
oh, what do you know? <laughs> you know, and that's that holistic piece that, that no one ever talks about with weight loss. You know, there's so many ways to impact your weight beyond just the calorie piece of it, you know, and the calorie piece is the most, it's like the grossest level. Like it's the most physicalist level there is. Okay. Meaning, you know, if I put you in a jail cell and I take control of your calories, I can make you lose weight no matter what. You can stress out, you can not sleep, you can not drink water, whatever. I can force you. But that's not the situation for you. If you don't sleep well, it, the chances of you overeating the next day go way up. You know what I mean? You're dehydrated, your chances of overeating go way up. You're stressed out, overeating go way up. You know? So there's all these, you have to look at your weight loss holistically, I believe. Um, now, again, I, I break this all down for you in the training, you know? So I just kind of touch on these things. If you feel like I'm just kind of flipping through things, I am. But it's really to, to hope that you would go and get Jesus Christ, just make some level of minor commitment to go <laughs> click a link, um, take five seconds to answer the four questions so I can customize a session for you, and then watch the training I made for you. It's all free. You know, you just wonder, if you don't do it, you really have to ask yourself, how much do I even want to lose weight? The answer is really low anyways. Um, you wish you'd lose weight. You don't really want to lose weight. You know what I mean? But it's like, if you can't even click a link, put your info in so you can get all this free stuff, I mean, what are you doing? Oh, uh, that's bullshit. Oh, it doesn't work. Uh, it's either either you think it's bullshit or you're just what? You're so apathetic at this point. Nothing can work. Only diets can work for you. What are you thinking? You know, I'm calling you out a little bit. Here, okay, I, I don't. I don't, want, I don't need to do that. I just want to watch a TikTok live and have some fun. <laughs> I don't bust your chops too much. Ugh. Well, this is a good way. I did it for better mobility. Yeah, Vivian. Ah, there's Vivian. Yeah, better mobility. That's a. So what's a better? You know what I mean? Let's just say you're 65 years old. And um, your grandmother, and it's like, you know, what's going to be more motivating to lose weight? That you want to wear a bathing suit to the beach or that you would like to be able to move, um, have flexibility, get on the floor and play with your grandkids? You know what I mean? Be able to climb and hike with them, go on picnics with them. Which do you think is going to be more motivating when you're a 65-year-old grandmother? You know, you've got to, this is part of the motivation piece. You have got to, most of my clients, almost all my clients are 40, 45 plus, Okay. And there's a couple of reasons for that. One is that they tried all the diets and they, they have worked, not worked, all the rest of it, but now they're just stuck. They think about losing weight all the time, can't get anything to, to, to work. But the other thing is that you know the diets don't work for you. You've tried them all. None of them work. And now you're just apathetic. But the other piece is that your motivation's bullshit. You're trying to motivate yourself with the same motivation you were when you were 20. You know, I want to look better. That ain't going to do it, you know? There's way bigger motivations in front of you. Your blood work, right? As we get older, our motivation should become more functional-based, you know? You should want to, like, be healthier so you can live longer, so you can have independence, mobility, and freedom. These better be more fucking motivated. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like what am I going to do? At 50, what am I going to do? Oh, I'm a six-pack at 50? Who gives a fuck? I, I, I didn't even care. Even at 30 or 40, it really didn't matter. But at 50 years old, like, like if my main motivation to have a six-pack like, what? What am I doing? <laughs> you know? So anyways, uh, but that's a great, Vivian, that's why you're succeeding. <laughs> uh, tell us other forms of motivation that maybe we are not thinking about right now. Oh, I guess I just kind of stumbled in there, right? I've been trying to get a hold of my weight and it's hard. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, literally this, this, by the way, is in my program, the first thing we do, the very first thing you do in the program, I teach you the, the program yourself then technique. Um, real quick. But then once we get into the meat of the, the program to create your weight mastery blueprints is your motivation. You are not motivated to lose weight. You need to understand that's your first challenge you got to overcome. You think you're motivated to lose weight and you're not. And that's the core problem you have. You're bullshitting yourself. You're you're misled. You're misguided. You're wrong. You're not motivated. You think you're motivated and you're not. And that's the problem. You think you want to lose weight, but you don't. You wish you'd lose weight. 
You wish you'd wake up tomorrow and eat better and lose weight. You wish you'd do something to lose the weight, but you don't want to. Right now, okay, I'm gonna do it. I was gonna get into this, but if you weigh yourself, if you rate yourself on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the most motivated, ready to run through walls to lose weight, and one being I don't really give a shit, where, how motivated are you to lose weight? Give yourself a number, write it in if you want to, okay? And now, again, we'll throw a thought experiment just to kind of prove this, where, where you're at, calibrate it, and it's just a thought experiment. Um, but let's imagine the person you love most in your life was kidnapped. And the kidnapper said, if you don't lose weight this month, you're never gonna see this person again. Now, what would your motivation be in that situation? Okay. Now, I want you to internalize that feeling. That's what real motivation feels like, right? The kid ever say, I'm going to put all your favorite foods around your house too for the next month too. You wouldn't give a shit, right? Why? Because you're so motivated. You're so fixated on getting that person back. You're so fixated on the goal that you want to achieve that all that shit just disappears from your reality. And ironically, it's like the more motivated you are, the easier the process is. But you don't have any clue how to deal with motivation. You have no idea how to motivate yourself, folks. You know, it's not your fault. It's not. But now that you know it, you better figure out how to motivate yourself because nothing else matters if you're not motivated and you're not motivated. You want to know your motivation? Your motivation comes from the spontaneous pain-based situation. Okay. Tell me if this isn't true. The last 30 times you ever even really tried to do anything to lose weight, it was triggered by you stepped on the scale, couldn't believe how bad it was, saw a picture of yourself, holy shit. The clothes that you swore would always fit didn't fit anymore. I'm getting bigger. Someone says some shit to you. You got a doctor's appointment coming up, some big reunion wedding coming up, and you're getting nervous. You get so upset about where you're at. They say, that's it. I got to lose the weight. And you bring all this pain into the situation. You use that to motivate yourself to do things you don't want to do. And it doesn't last very long because your brain hates pain. But the worst thing is even if you start getting results, now the pain starts going down. And now your motivation disappears. You know, the truth is you have no, you don't know how to influence your motivation. This is the core reason why you're not getting the results you want. You're not motivated. You've got to make that distinction between wishing and wanting. You don't really want to. How, how do you know what you want? You want the food and you wish you'd lose weight and the want's a higher motivation. It doesn't, it's not rocket science. It's not, this is not a confusing topic because you, you, how do I know what I want, Jim? Well, what do you do? Do you eat the food? Yeah, that's because you want the food. Do you skip the food and, and eat the healthier thing? Yeah. Well, that's because you want the weight. You want you want the body and the health. It, it's not rocket science. So don't make this complicated. Um, you never ask this question because you confuse. You think because you think about weight loss all the time that you're motivated. You know, it's a big mistake you're making. Mario says, I knew a biggest loser. He gained it all back and had two heart attacks. Ah, that sucks. I feel so bad. I hate that show. I hate that show more than anything. I hate it. It just it puts the wrong idea. It makes me so mad and depressed and sad. I've removed the word hard when it comes up eating for health. No longer seems hard autopilot. That's awesome, Don. Marcy, do you have a goal weight? Do you have to have a goal weight? What if you don't know what that is? I think that's great, Marcy. I don't think you need a goal weight. I do think that you need to have some goal. And the goal I would suggest that I really focus on is behavioral, right? So, so okay, so, so there's outcome and process. There's cause and effect. Your weight, you can't lose weight. You can't lose weight short of chopping a leg off, okay? Um, what you can do is you can eat better, make healthier food choices, live a healthier lifestyle, and over time it magically turns into weight loss. But your weight is a reflection of your habitual behaviors. And so the weight is an outcome. The process is how you create that outcome. And the big mistake people make is they get obsessed with the outcome. I just want to lose weight. I just want to lose weight. Well, what do you have to drink water to do it? I don't give a shit. I just want to lose the weight. Well, you're not paying attention to the process in that case. You know, so the more you can fix it on the process, the more you're going to master your weight. 
right? So if, you're, if your weight isn't the main goal, you can obsess on the process. That's what I do. I want to make sure that I get a certain amount of sleep, drink a amount of water, eat a certain way. I want to nourish my body. I want to get all the stuff in my body. So every day at the end of the day, I'm looking at what I did. I got a little scorecard in my head. And that's what's making me feel really good. Now, I also know that if I achieve this scorecard, I know it's going to show up in the weight that I want or whatever results I'm looking for. But this focus is really important. I'll drive it home with a story um, of the kid who walks in the karate dojo and he says, how long will it take me to get a black belt if I come in every week and train? And the karate master goes, five years. He goes, what if I come in twice a week? It'll take you 10 years. He goes, what if I come in every single day? He goes, it'll take you 25 years. Why? Because the more we obsess on the outcome, the less energy we have to focus on mastering the process. And here you are. Does this not describe your weight loss in a nutshell? You're obsessed with just losing the weight and you don't give a shit about the product. Oh, let's get rid of all the carbs. I'll do it. No, you won't. No, you fucking won't. You got to be honest with yourself. You create a process that works for you. Thanks, Valentina. Um, is it crazy? I don't have a goal. I have a goal feeling. Now it's melting off. Yeah, Don. That's what I did. That's the biggest thing you do. Don, I'm glad you put it that way. Because I do this. I've done this with financial money stuff and with my weight. Because I said to myself, I'm like, ah, I don't know what I want. How much do I want? I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't figure that part out, the specifics of it. And what I did is I said, what feelings do I want to have? What if you made your goals? I want to feel confident. I want to feel successful. I want to feel healthy. I want to feel energized. I want to feel happy. I want to feel beautiful. I want to feel attractive. What if you made those your goals? And every day you did the things that made you feel that. It's a different process. Don, I'm glad you said that. That's a great, great point, Don. Such a great point. Um, all right, I'm going to blast through these questions. I know I keep saying I get caught. Uh, we need to remove the hard talk, like struggling. I love Kevin. Yep, yep. Yes, I beat myself down. I'm so much kinder. It's amazing how when I say I look great, I feel it. Ah, Marcy, that's so awesome. Proud of you. What do you consider thin? Yeah, again, thin thin to me is, is personal. It's you deciding what weight gives you the best quality of life. Okay, really important for any of my people that may be dealing with ED stuff. This isn't about the lowest weight. Your weight doesn't equal your happiness, folks. Weight and money are very similar. They're means to an end. And if you're starving yourself, if you're sickly just so you have a low weight, what the fuck? What, what, the, what is that? What is the point of that? You know what I mean? Like that means nothing to me. Same with the money. If you're working 100 hours a week and you're, you're stressed out, you're unhealthy, but you're making a bunch of money, what is the point? You know, you've got to look at a bigger picture and you got to say, what is the goal weight? What's the weight that's going to give you the best quality of life? And you've got to take into account how you're going to eat and live. Why do you have this number in your head? That number doesn't mean shit. How many times have people lost weight and it never makes them happy? If that, if you, if, the, if getting that goal weight was all of a sudden everything's a magical, amazing thing, then why do people ever put weight back on? You, you know what I mean? It's all about how you're doing it. You've got to give it more context and meaning. You know, so what I consider thin is, again, it's a word I use for you weighing what you want to weigh, you living at your goal weight, your ability to live exactly at the weight you want to be at. I weigh exactly what I want to weigh. How many people, you know, like that? And not only do I weigh what I weigh, like, like what I love what I weigh, but I love the way I'm living and eating in order to achieve that weight. It's, it's a 360 degree pleasure bomb for me. You know, and you never hear this message. It's everyone struggling. Oh, I hate it. But I got to wait with the weight. Yeah, but you, you hate your life. So why, why would you pick that weight if that's how you got to do it? I don't understand that. To drive the point home, I always talk about like I had a blip 12 years ago. The blip 12 years ago was triggered by I had my son who slept terribly. <laughs> and um, we moved into a new house where we redid the whole thing. I'm running a business. And I was exhausted, tired, stressed out. And I put almost 25 pounds on. Now, I was like, that's too much. I don't like that. But I raised my goal weight by 10 pounds back then. Because life was, it was just hard. And I, could I have lowered it down? Yes, but it was, it, it got too much at that point for me. It didn't feel, that's not where I was at. So I raised my goal weight 10 pounds considering this. So again, I think weights, 
they're dependent on what, what where life's at. You know, now things have calmed down for me. Now I'm back to what my original goal weight was. Okay. But I hope that, 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 I hope that means something to you. Cause that really is a key piece of the puzzle. Cause your, your weight is fucking arbitrary, arbitrary. You're just picking a number that probably has no meaning to you. I know. Why do I say that? Because I ask people this all the time. I work with, it's 25 grand to work with me one-on-one. And I ask people that are able to pay 25 grand to me. Okay. What's the best version of you? What weight do you want to be at? Oh, um, I want to wax amount of pounds. Why? Uh, so I can look better, feel better. Okay, what else? Uh, uh, you know what I mean? It's just vague. Your, your goal weight, I can almost guarantee you. I can almost guarantee you it has no real meaning to it. It's just some number you've been saying forever. And if you really think about it, why do you want to weigh that? And I think you're going to get to the point. I don't really know. And that's the problem. I can tell you why I want to weigh what I weigh. I think it gives me the best chance of living the longest life possible. I think at this weight, my I have more energy. I'm not carrying all extra weight down. My joints feel better. I feel like I have more flexibility. It's easy for me to move, get on the ground, get up, be able to be active, stay active. I think this is the weight in the body that gives me the best chance of all those things. It's most, even the best relationships, best success in my business, right? Nothing to do with what I look like. All to do with what's going on in here. I got a wedding to attend in a week. I need fast weight loss tips. <laughs> my downfall is socializing. Weekly dinners out and wine. How do I deal with this? My downfall is socializing. Um, you know, it's, listen, it's not a downfall. It says that we all have challenges. Now, again, I'll just, I'll share with you the program yourself to an approach um, just in a general sense, instead of trying to fix everything all at once, what I always suggest people is, is focus on your worst eating habit. What's your worst eating habit that shows up daily, weekly, you know? And so if yours is, is socializing, too much dinner out, too much wine, all the rest of it, then you focus on that for a while. Again, the diets, it's like, oh, just going to fix it all at once. Oh, it started a diet. No wine for me this week. <laughs> yeah, okay. How's long is that going to go on for, you know? I used to do that. I used to binge drink. I was, I'm not going to go out and, I'm not drinking. I'm not getting drunk tonight. I do not want to get drunk tonight. Uh-oh, look what happened. Look who's coming home drunk. Why was that? You know, when I really paid attention and it took me a while to figure it out, well, I started really getting the nuts and bolts of how, how am I doing this? I don't want to. It keeps happening. Well, it turns out when I drank a beer, I teach huge gulps. So I was pounding beers quick. So I started start working on sipping them. Okay. And I said, hey, you know what else? I'm going to drink a water too. So now when I order a beer, I get a water too. I kind of alternate them. You know, so it's like, it's, it's, it's detailed strategies like that, that really create the difference for you. It's not just, okay, I'm not going to drink anymore. I want to go out. That's not a real solution. That's that all or nothing bullshit. That doesn't work, you know, but anyways, hope that helps. Uh, did you say that you lost weight and how much and how long did it take you? Um, yeah, I lost 54 pounds 30 years ago and I've kept it off. Um, how long did it take me? Who gives a shit? <laughs> how about that? How about that? Who gives a shit? You know, it's like I weighed the same weight for 30 years. What if it took me five years to lose it? Nah, that's too long. Nah, I think I'll go the faster way. Did you hear the 30 years off? The point? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I did have a blip where I put it on, but I was able to quickly take it back off because I had strategies and ways of achieving that weight loss that really resonated with me. So yeah, I got a little bit, you know, loose with those, but it's like when I got back on track, it was a track that was built customized for me, you know? Um, but it's important that you all, if you can get rid of the, how long did it take you, you know, cause I suggest to you how long you've been trying to lose weight. So if I sit here and tell you, okay, I got a weight loss plan, but it's going to take you two years to get results. See, okay. And I do this in the presentation. I wish you'd watch the presentation, but, but if you won't, um, if you think about your weight loss, right, 
in reality, it's going to take you what? A couple of weeks, a couple of months, maybe a couple of years to lose all the weight you want to lose. Okay. And I'm expecting that you probably want to live for another 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 years. Okay. So it's like, if you looked at it on a chart, this is what I do in the presentation. If you looked at it on a chart, it's like your weight starts up here. The weight loss phase is like right here. It's a tiny little piece of it. It's the keeping your weight at the goal weight. That's, the, that's like 95% of the time. But you're obsessed with the losing the weight piece. You're not focusing on the 95% of the time piece. I hope that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> Marcy said you're listening to the wrong podcast. Plan ahead and stick with it. It's habitual, yeah. My situation is really bad. Go on his page and sign up for the free help. Oh, thanks, Marcy. Um, seven. Valentina said a seven. Oh, 100. Yeah, now it's 100, right? That's what I mean. Oh, this is good. Yep, spontaneous pain-based. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> this is just spot on. I told you before, you're a psychic. I know, right? It is like I'm a psychic. I know. I'll, I'll go get certified as a psychic till I get all the, the weird certifications. <laughs> but it's like, it's not psychic. What it is really, right? It's it's. You want to know the truth? What I, what I really focus on is the subconscious mind. And so I'm real big into subconscious programming. And so what happens is you are programmed by the culture, food companies, diet companies, the medical establishment to some degree. Um, they're all conditioning you to think a certain way about your weight. And it's a way that's so effective that 82% of the population is overweight or obese now. Like that's how effective the messaging coming at you is to keep you overweight. Why do they want you to be overweight? You know how much money's made off you being overweight, unhealthy, and unhappy? By all of them, the food industry, the diet industry, and the medical establishment? You know how much money's made off? I mean, you're like, that's the prime engine of, of the economy, basically. You know, and so um, these messages are very similar. And so I know the subconscious thinking patterns you have because they're pretty much the same. They were the same with me. They're the same with all my clients. They're the same with you. It's all the same. You know, there's some detailed differences, but the core thought patterns are all the same. You think short term. You think, I don't give a shit what I got to do. I just want to lose the weight. So you do extreme over overcompensating measures that you can't keep up. Um, your goal weight doesn't mean shit to you. It doesn't really have much meaning. You say the number all the time, but it doesn't really mean much to you. You know. So again, there's all these these core thought patterns you have that you're not even aware of. That's the crazy part. That's why I get out and do this because I know your mindset better than you because your subconscious mind's out of your awareness. And so these things that are driving your behaviors, driving what's affecting your weight, you're not even aware of. That's why I do these free things just to kind of bring some awareness to it because you're not even in the ballpark of fixing the problem. The problem is not that you don't know what to eat. <laughs> the problem is not that you can't get yourself to stop eating carbs. Like, like that's, that's not really the problem. You know, it's, it's bigger than that. I've listened to the free one about five times. I'm on a steroid for lupus. The struggle's real. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But Nicole, that's why don't just listen to Nicole. You gotta listen, watch the training, okay? Because I get the lifestyle pieces for you. Okay. And you're right. The struggle is real. Lupus is real. The steroids are real. Those are real physical challenges. Um, and I'm not saying you can just fix all those, but I'm saying when you, when you bring the lifestyle piece, that's the missing piece for almost everyone I see with weight loss, the mindset piece, obviously as well, but on a physical level, it's the lifestyle piece. And that a lot of times when you get the lifestyle dialed in, it will in a positive way impact you the way that hormone issues, lupus, insulin resistance, you know, you say, well, those are real physical things. Yeah, no shit. But so is how you're sleeping, your hydration, your relaxation levels, what you're nourishing yourself with, your movement, your mind through meditation, gratitude, all of these things are affecting you physically, biochemically, hormonally. 
okay? And so you can positively impact them in positive ways. We're only used to seeing negative shit impacting our physical body, you know, but you can positively, in a fundamental way, transform your physical body. I'm not even talking about weight piece. I'm talking about your hormonal functioning, literally your immune system, all of these things you can positively support with the lifestyle factors. You know? That's how you get like jaw-dropping results. Oh my God, I love you. <laughs> Thank you. So the answer is finding out what your real motivation is. Wait, do you take insurance? I don't take insurance, which sucks because um, you're really good at it and I'd like to sign up with you. Um, yeah, go go check it out. Go see. I mean, I, I do some things, you know, if, if you have questions, you can always email me, jim at programyourselfden.com um, or through through TikTok as well. I have no goal weight. I have a goal of good health and longevity through wise choices. Yeah, and, and you know, Vivian, you know, so Vivian's just killing it over here. And again, that's that's the better goal. I, I'm telling you, my weight, the weight piece, just you just normalize to it. You know, like I, you don't, you think like the weight's like the, the greatest thing on the planet. And it's, it's awesome. Like I love, like, I love that I step on the scale and I see the number I like. So I, it's a, it's a little, it's good. I like it. But my, my day-to-day -day reality, I, I never even step on the scale anymore. I rarely do because I'm just, my life is very structured. So I know, I know when I'm eating in line with my weight. And so I don't have to step on the scale. But so what am I measuring? How am I staying motivated and excited? Right? If everything's the same, everything's not the same. I'm constantly enhancing and tweaking and optimizing my eating, my lifestyle, my mindset. So there's always this growth. It's really, again, it's the personal development piece. How clear can I get my thinking? How, you know, how much action can I take in my business? Um, how much more emotionally available can I be for my family and, and relationships that matter to me? You know, and all of these things are all things that also are related to my weight. But, but the weight's not enough because the weight just eventually gets to a place. So I love that, baby. I'm glad you wrote that. Um, Nicole says, I picked the number that a doc said. Yeah, that's what I mean, right? A doctor said it one time. Well, I'm not saying they were right or wrong, but I'm saying you need to give it your own meaning. You know, this really comes from Viktor Frankl, if you know who he is, wrote Man's Search for Meaning. Um, he was the Jewish psychiatrist that went to the Nazi camp. It, it's, that's one of the greatest books ever. I would strongly suggest it. Anyways, he created a, a theory called Logotherapy. But it was basically the idea that, that so much of what defines our life is the meaning we give things. And for a lot of people, you think about weight loss all day long, but there's not a lot of meaning to it. You know, when I give it, when I ask you that question about someone you love getting kidnapped, the reason it would be so much easier for you to lose weight in that context is because you give it so much more meaning. It has nothing to do with how you look. It has to do with getting that person you love back so much. You say, well, that's just a thought experiment. I can never feel that motivation. Nope. I feel that motivation every single day. No one's kidnapped, but I don't, I, I equate it again. Does it help my dad die at 54 of a heart attack? It does. Um, but I don't want to die at 54 of a heart attack. It was the most traumatic, awful thing that ever happened to me. I want to do everything in my power not to have that happen to my kids. You don't think that motivation starts to get close to the kidnapping example? You say, I mean, like, like the motivation is right there for you to pick. You just, you're never thinking about this because you think you're motivated. You think you're motivated. You're not, you know, and it's, it's to know that it's why once you get there i eat twice a day with no snacks and i do not feel deprived amazing i know don i think this all the time too i i i was thinking that today this morning i was feeling like a little hungry and it's like it's just funny like when you're grounded it, with your mindset's grounded your lifestyle is grounded your eating's grounded like you feel hungry and it just feels different it's a different type of hunger than when you're always eating kind of shit and that hunger you, you know what i mean like i don't know it's just it's such a fundamental different reality. I, I don't want to sound, I don't want to hype this up like it sounds so crazy, but what Don's saying is just so true. And I see that all the time. I experience that in my clients. I hear that all the time. 
You know, it's just a, it's a complete transformation how you're thinking about it. Um, what were a few strategies? I forget what I was even talking about. I'll get to questions quick now. Let's do it. Um, let's see. Eating is an out-of-body experience. How do I drop into my body? I have so much anxiety around food. Um, yeah, Whitney, that's, that's a great, great realization, you know? So the question becomes, you know, I have so much anxiety around food. Uh, this is a real simple thing we always do in the program. That Listen, folks, just trust me. If you, if you hear me say nothing else, I'm looking right in the camera. You are problem-oriented with your weight loss. You're obsessed with the problems. I'm anxiety-induced around food. I'm anxiety. I don't know what to do about it. Anxiety, anxiety, anxiety. We got to get in a solution. How do you want to feel around food? When you ask that question. Whitney, when's the last time you asked, how do you want to feel about around food? You don't. And it's not the same thing to say, I don't want to feel anxious anymore. Do you think it's the same thing if I say, I don't want to feel anxiety and tense and, and all this stress around food compared to, I want to feel calm and relaxed and indifferent to junk food and sweets. Those are two worlds apart. I hope you realize that. And the more specific you get in the solution that you want to achieve, the, the closer you get to making it happen. And then you work on it as well, you know? Um, so that's what you do. That's another reason to stay focused on eating correctly. I'm on no meds, no medical problems. That's what I mean, right? We just, again, we've been conditioned to think that's just how it goes, that we're going to be, you know, immobile, type 2 diabetic, on medicines, all the rest of it. Would you suggest not buying bad food as a start? Um, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, it, when I'm going to get to it, I appreciate you writing that in. Um, yeah, I'd suggest definitely not buying bad food is a, is a great start. So in the store, if you don't buy, again, so... We want to break it down, you know, so it, you can't eat bad food if it doesn't get in the house. You know what I mean? So make sure you go you go shopping when you're satisfied and, and in a good place. And then you tend to do better food shopping. That sets you up for success. Um, but what's more important than not buying bad food, in my opinion, is buying more good stuff, putting good stuff into your body as well. And so I like to do both at the same time. A lot of, And I think you should silo them. A lot of people make their good eating dependent on not eating bad food. And the second day, oh, I blew it. I ate the ice cream. Now it all goes out the window. Eat the ice cream, but please still eat the good food, you know, because it's still going in your body. It's changing you. Like the more healthy stuff you eat, you become, you got to think like, like you're like um, Popeye, you know what I mean? Like, like metaphorically, the more good nourishing food you put in your body, it changes you at a physical level. It changes how you think. It changes your moods, your energy levels, everything. It makes it easier to make healthier choices next time, you know? So I do both of them. Um, thanks, Lana. Uh, I appreciate that. Um Whitney, I want to feel indifferent. So, you know, that becomes the goal. How do I want to feel about food? I want to feel relaxed. I want to feel calm. I want to feel like a person makes healthy choices. I want to feel indifferent when I see cookies or whatever your challenge food is, you know? And um, and then you practice this. This is the key thing is you practice it. You're never practicing these things. You never give yourself a chance to practice anything good when it comes to your weight loss. It's all just all or nothing. You're going to start one day and be perfect. And as soon as you make a mistake, oh, I'm not perfect anymore. I screwed up. I fell off the wagon. That's no way to improve in anything, you know? And so it becomes a process. How do I want to feel? How do I want to behave? That's what program yourself then does. That's what it's all about. It's an inside-out approach. It starts with what's the best version of me and how can I become that person? And each and every day, it's, it's, it's taking steps in that direction, you know? It's not this stupid diet mindset where you're just trying to change everything all at once, you know? You're the same person, but I eat totally different. What? How's that? How's that work? <laughs> How do you all of a sudden eat, eat and live totally different, but you're still the same person? It's weird to me. My home is all the junk. My family still enjoys. I don't feel that desire at all. Yeah, that's great, Don. That's when you know you really internalized it, right? Um, I'm kind of the same way now, and I never would have thought it was possible. You know, again, it's because there's levels to this, folks. You never give yourself that credit, right? Because what what thing in your life have you done that you were just great at the first time you did it? 
Like dieting, it's this all or nothing. It's so crazy. But you think like you're going to start on on Monday and you're just going to be this perfect person that's going to get right to your goal weight, which implies there's no growth, there's no improvement, there's no evolution, there's no new strategies. It's just you, this flip switch. All of a sudden I was this way and all of a sudden I was this way. There's no like steady progression of improvement. And in your life, you've done things over time that you've gotten better at. Playing an instrument, learning some skill, playing a sport. And the first time you did it versus the last time you did it, there's a huge difference, right? Because you had the opportunity to grow and evolve and learn from your mistakes, God forbid. Um, start, stop, keep getting growing. Why Why can't weight loss be like that? Because you're not doing that. You're doing all or nothing. And it's like, you know, you start to plan perfectly for a couple of days and you stop for a couple of months. You start to plan for a couple of days. You stop for a couple of months. You start and do it perfectly for a couple of days. You stop for a couple of months. What, where, what's, what's going to be different and what's going to change and how are your results ever going to be different? You know, um, yeah, it takes time to get there. Once you do, the freedom is so freeing. Yeah, it takes time. Like, you know, shit. How long would you give yourself to learn the piano? A month? Anyways, all right, everyone, I got to get out of here, but thank you so much. You guys are awesome today. I really enjoyed this one a lot. So thank you so much. Again, go, if you have not yet, click the little picture of me up on the top left. Go to my bio, click the link. Go get the hypnosis session I give you. Listen to it. It's 10 minutes long. You get the experience firsthand. You're going to listen to that session. They're going to tell you what's going to happen. If you go and listen to that session, you're going to feel really motivated and inspired to achieve that body. And then without doing anything else, you will naturally make better food choices for the next couple of days just from listening to it one time, okay? But then more importantly is please watch the training I give you, Three Steps to Master Your Weight. It'll, it'll kind of break down everything I said in a kind of a systematic way so you can conceptualize it. And I got another better training coming, which I will send to you when you're on my email list, okay? So it's all free. Um, go check it out. I do have a program to sell. If you really want to take the next level, make a real commitment, um, go check that out and, and start working with me, okay? But um, at the very least, do the free stuff. <laughs> Stop spinning your wheels, you know, or accept the weight. Either one is a better option than just always being on the fence. Oh, I lose weight. I'll go find a new diet. I lose weight. I'll go start my plan again. Oh, well, is there anything more boring than that? All right. Start walking a new, original, genuine path of success. All right. It's way better. Way better. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a great day. We'll talk to y'all soon. Bye.